0: And practice. Thank you so very much, and happy listening. Hi, Patty. It's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you, Ash. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: That's so good. Okay, you know, Patty. Oftentimes, I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests. You no, know, amazing guests like Patty to come talk to us about their triumphant stories. Because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is stuck up in a situation that party came out of triumphantly. So by that person or people listening to party speak, um, they might pick an information from you that will lead to their transformation. So the essence of this show is to cause transformation in the lives of our audience. So it's, it's all about transformation. So, within the next few minutes, Patty, let us get started with your story the challenges that you faced, and now you've overcame them and afterwards, hmm, I've got some beautiful questions for you okay, Patty, let's get okay. started
1: <laughs> okay um well <clears throat> excuse me the 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 um the greatest challenge that I will share today has been uh my divorce. Um, I went through a divorce many years ago when my son was 18 months old. Um, I met my ex-husband in college. It was a wonderful relationship and, um, the divorce came out of left field. I wasn't, uh, expecting anything like that. Um, I thought we were just overtired parents, uh, lack of sleep because of our new baby and, uh, come to find out he wasn't, he wasn't happy in the marriage. So, um, it was a it was a moment of complete uh fear and sadness uh loneliness overwhelm i mean all the emotions and it was a time of uh true test of, of faith and belief um and uh by my faith and uh um, knowing that um, you know we were being guided i was being guided um, I came out the other side and it's been a, uh, you know, it's been a a rocky road, but it's been a beautiful experience. And I have to say that some of our most challenging experiences in life are our greatest opportunities for growth. And although we don't see it in the moment, we can always look back on them and realize that, oh, okay, now I get it. I understand why I had to go through that. (laughs) And, uh, uh, so that, yes, that was, that was a, a very challenging time.
0: Okay, so that's going to lead us into the questions. Are you ready, buddy? I, I am ready. All right. So, um, what are the three steps a divorced woman should take when it comes to our money? You got that?
1: Yeah. So finances are a very big topic. Um, Money is of great concern, especially as you navigate divorce and you're out on your own. Now you're leading your life alone. If your husband took care of the finances, you're possibly learning everything for the first time. Um, So it can be very, very scary. Um, I happened to be in my marriage. I was the one who managed the money and did the investing. My ex-husband didn't understand anything. And it um, wasn't his interest. So I, I took care of everything, but it's so important. So, you know, one of the first things I, I always say is give yourself some grace and give yourself some time to take care of you. You know, you're going through a very difficult time. There's a lot of emotions that you're, you're facing, um, and good financial decisions never come from a place of, um, you know, emotional trauma and trying to get through something like that. So, um, give yourself some grace, give yourself some patience. Don't beat yourself up and say, oh, I should know this. And, you know, I'm embarrassed. There's a lot of shame around me not knowing, you know, money. I've heard a lot of that. And I just, I want to just squash that completely because we didn't learn this stuff in school. And if we didn't learn it from our parents at home, you know, it it just was sort of the school of hard knocks. And oftentimes um, something like this creates that. So um, love on yourself is, is the first thing I want to say. Um, and then, and then I would say, uh, get a very good understanding of where you're at today financially. So what I mean by that is really sit down and take a look at everything you have coming in, all your income from whatever sources, whether it's a job, uh, you know, a side business, if you're retired and getting social security and a pension, or you have rental income or whatever it is, I want you to look at all the monies that are coming in and then get a really good understanding of what's going out. You know, we we don't like the word budget because it sounds very restrictive, but it's really important to understand where our money is going. And then we can fill the holes of, okay, we see that this is happening here. We need to cut back here. Or, gosh, I have more extra money every month than I thought. I can really plan on doing some more investing. Or it just is. It's a very eye opening experience. And although it's very simplistic in nature, it's really very important to do that. So look at what, you know, cash flow. That's really it is. You have to look at what's coming in, what's going out, and then I want you to take a look at your net worth. I want you to look at what you own. If you own a home, if you own um, assets like retirement funds, four hundred one k's, IRAs, brokerage accounts, any assets that you have, that's on the you know asset side of your of your um, portfolio, so to speak. And then look at your debts. If you've got a mortgage against your home, that's you know, going to affect your, your, your value, so to speak, as far as, you know, what your net worth is in that home. So we're looking at assets minus liabilities. And, and so you look at all your assets, you look at all your liabilities, and that includes, you know, credit card debt, school loans, car loans, anything like that. And then you have an idea of what your net worth is. So those two numbers kind of understanding cash flow, understanding net worth, those two combined are really going to be a great place for you to start when it comes to, okay, now what do I do? Now I need to look at how to invest, what to invest. Um, I've got this much money coming in every month. And, you know, this is why I manage the money. So that's the starting point. Um, Give yourself some grace. Don't make any big decisions when it comes to money. Um, You know, as you're healing, you know, the first six months or so, as you're navigating, getting through the trauma of a divorce or whether you've lost your husband to, you know, a passing or whatnot. Um, and And then really get a good understanding of where you are financially. So those are the three steps.
0: Oh, oh, I got that. Okay, so, <clears throat> sorry. Um, what are the common struggles you see with women and money?
1: Yeah, the, the most common struggles that I see are their relationship with money. And as I mentioned earlier, they um, tend to beat themselves up because they don't know what they think they should know. So they're frustrated with not understanding investing, uh, not comfortable with talking about it, not comfortable with managing it. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of embarrassment. There's a lot of overwhelm and fear. And if you're coming from that place of, you know, not feeling comfortable and not knowing monies and whatnot, it's, um, it's very disempowering. And so I really um, encourage you to, again, like I mentioned earlier, give yourself some grace and get yourself an opportunity to learn. There's all kinds of opportunities uh, that you can reach out to um, to start to understand. There's some great books out there. Um, be careful about what you see online because there's a lot of things that's incorrect online. And there's a lot of things that are very correct and very good. Just be mindful of what you're reading and what you're watching. Um, but there's so much opportunity out there for you to learn um, and, and just, you know, take, take your time in, in, in learning that. But um, again, some of those emotional factors are, are the, 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 big, the biggest struggle that I see.
0: Okay. So, um how did you navigate your divorce and raising a toddler? You know, you mentioned now your child was eighteen eighteen months old when the divorce occurred. So how did you go about it?
1: Yeah, boy, that's a journey. Uh it was a um two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, four steps back. I mean it was just a gyration of of, uh, you know, every day, taking it one day at a time. I leaned heavily on my uh, support system. I have, um, you know, wonderful parents. I had, you know, wonderful sisters who helped. I have wonderful friends. And I leaned on them for support emotionally. Um, I wasn't embarrassed to get help. I just, I actually just reached out wherever I needed to. Um, At the time that I had I went through the divorce. I had stayed home with my son. I wanted to raise him um, until he got into school. I was in corporate banking prior to having my son, and we had actually tried for five years to get pregnant, couldn't get pregnant, and finally did by in vitro. And I was such I was so blessed and excited that I was pregnant. The last thing I wanted to do was put him in daycare, so. When I went through my divorce, I was at home with him, and now I had to figure out what to do. With okay, I've got to find some income, and and I got to get a job, or I've got to do something. Um, but you know, motherhood was my first and foremost responsibility and and desire. So, um, I landed in the mortgage business, which allowed me to work at home and have flexibility with my schedule. It was it was great. Um, so it was it was a gyration of emotional healing. Um, you know physical healing i made sure i exercised i made sure i ate good i was and you know, i wanted to be my best because i wanted to my, my son to see me at my best or to um have a, a mom who was who was healthy emotionally and, and mentally and um just at that young age i didn't want him to see me you know crying all the time which i was doing um uh, behind closed doors and um so it was just a it was a very slow process you know it was a very slow process and i remember um, this was a great analogy. I remember um, I was in um, a therapist. I was meeting with my therapist and she had used the analogy. She goes, Cause I went in there and I said, I'm just so frustrated with being so sad all the time. I just, I want to feel better. I want to get, I want to feel you know myself again. And I just, I'm, it's not happening. And this is just, I wanted to heal fast and it just wasn't happening. And she goes, This kind of healing and emotional healing is much like a physical, you know, healing. If you were to get into a car accident and you completely crushed your leg and broke all your bones and tore your muscles and ripped that leg up, you know, to to, to smithereens, um, you can't, you know, want it to heal fast. You have to let nature take its course. You've got to make sure you, you know, go to the doctor and you clean it out. You take the right medicine. You rest. You put your leg up. You, you know, allow the healing to happen and you you can't will your leg to heal faster. It just, you've got to be patient and let that, that course. So it was a great analogy for me. um, And, and I, I sort of accepted the fact that my healing was going to take a while and I knew I was going to get on the other side of it. Just like I knew that if I was in an accident, my leg would eventually heal if I took care of it Right. If I tried to run on it, you know, out of the gate, I it it would cause more damage and it would not heal well. So I had to, you know, slow down to speed up, so to speak. Um, so I allowed myself to just take care of me, take care of my son and um, let time heal. And And that's what I did. So it was a journey though. You know, it doesn't happen fast and it doesn't happen, you know, in one linear line. It's like I said, it's, you know, forward, backward, forward, backward, and then eventually you just start to move forward. And I think that's anything in life. You know, if you've got a illness or you've got anything else you're struggling with, that's just the way of, of dealing with, with trials and, you know, challenges. Oh,
0: beautiful, you know, and yeah, you are today, standing beautifully, fine, and all of that. And, you know, part of the stuff that you've said is actually going to help people that are in your um, the situation you overcame. You know, there are some people stuck in this situation that you came out of triumphantly. So the amazing words that you've spoken so far, I tell you, it's actually going to help them. I'm so sure and confident about that. Okay, so, Paddy, you've got just one more question to go. And the question is, let's say there is one piece of advice you'd like to give to the audience. What would that be? And let's say... There are some um some people who like to reach out to you, learn more about what you do. How can that be possible?
1: Sure, the one piece of advice um it sort of ties into what I said earlier is give yourself grace um just just really focus on self love and I know that's very cliche and it's you know self care is an overused word these days. We hear all all the time oh self care self care but we really need to address that. Um, especially in these days, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world. And there's a lot of um, things that are that are scary. And if we get caught up in all the fear, we get caught up in all the, you know, the news, I don't watch the news, because I just, I don't get tied into that, you know, what they suck you into this vortex of fear. And I just have no interest in, in, in going down that path. I can't control what happens. You know, I care, of course, but I can't control what Congress does or what you know happens in the wars. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but if I can't physically myself control something, it it just eats up my energies and my ability to serve my community, my family, and do what I can do. So um, fill your cup, you know, take care of you, and do whatever it is that you do that makes you happy. As far as you know working out, exercising, getting physical, um taking good care by eating well, um really being mindful of of drinking lots of water. Um I'm, you know, obviously pray and meditate. I um try to spend time in nature. I mean, all these little things you can do to help you navigate, you know, during any difficult time, whether it's a divorce or anything else. Um it's just really important to take time for ourselves and this you know, it seems like society now is very fast. Everyone's just moving at the speed of light and, and you know, move, move, move and hustle and grind and hustle and grind. And, and we've got to just, you know, step back and, and let ourselves breathe a little bit. So um, be okay with that. Be, be okay with stepping back and taking care of you and try not to get caught up in, you know, the, uh, the, the fears of everything around you, because that does no good. That, that does not help at all. And if you're not living in faith, you're living in fear. And if you're living in fear, you're not living in faith. So it's like, it's one or the other, right? So better to live in better to live in faith than to live in fear. Easier said than done sometimes. I get it. Um, but if you are mindful of it, just bring yourself back to the faith. Yeah. And then your second question with regards to how do people find me. So my website is the best place. Um, it's just uh, my name. It's pattyhandy.com. It's P-A-T-T-I handy.com, and there's a free download on the homepage. It's a it's a it's an ebook that I wrote it's called "Women Soaring Solo," and it's some financial tips, as long as well as um, 50 ways to flourish after divorce. It's 50 ways that I did different things in my life to flourish after my divorce and how I healed. Um, and then there's a, a short training to watch. It's also complimentary. Um, so jump on the website, and and then the website also has different ways you can work with me. I do one-on-one private coaching. Um, you can buy the, uh, the the Minding Harmony course. So it's all it's all there um, to to take a look at. And if you have any questions, I do on my contact page. Have a calendar, and you can book a complimentary discovery call with me as well.
0: I love that. You know, Buddy said it is better to leave faith and it. I held that very deep word. <laughs> okay, so. That's going to be the end of the show, Patty. Thank you for honoring the invite. Thank you for blessing us with such um, um, insightful words, I tell you. The listeners are definitely going to benefit from the words you've spoken so far. Thank you so very much, Patty. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Elisa, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.